With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to the Shampoo Bet Podcast for Saturday the 24th of May 2020. I'm your host John Walker and with me this week is Andy Vaughan. Hello. And Gordo. Hello, I see you're doing it in the right order now. In the right that's order, good, yeah. yeah. But that's because Andy keeps playing about with his sound, so he keeps having to cut off and come back in. Yeah. <laughs> We've made him unplug his headphones too many times. Um, how you doing? Decent. Aye, not too bad. Glad that the football's back, mostly. Not having a... Uh, even though my bet didn't come in, I was quite content with actually having something to watch that wasn't a previous World Cup. How did you find it? My bet, shite. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, odd, somber is how I describe it. Yeah, I'm... I thought it was. I thought it was fine. I mean, I'm I'm seeing lots of people post on social media about it being void of atmosphere and oh, it's nothing like a Premier League game. Or oh, much prefer. I watch Pollock Juniors. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm happy watching any sort of football. So Bundesliga games, even with no spectators, is still good. I, I don't know, man. See, see, because a lot of bets I'll do will be in play and on another goal in the game. See if a team's 2-0 down and you don't have any fans to kind of rail you on. Ali, you yeah. can see there's nothing. You can see there's mm-hmm. nothing happening. That Dortmund-Schalke game, well, there was never a response. Well... Cologne versus Mainz. Mainz came back from 2-0 down, away from home. And not they, being in call. And they, from the start of that second half, Mainz were the better team, though. Like, like, That's because Cologne put off the gas. I don't they think just, they put off the gas. I don't think anyone has any gas. They were like, we've won this game. Doesn't matter now. Let's not try. Oh, it was so frustrating to watch. But, but that does happen. So while yeah. you don't get a rallying from the fans, I mean, another... Like there was a couple of come from behind two nils, which is good if you backed the the original leader on bet three six five because it paid out at two nil. Bundesliga yeah. leagues, which is nice. Um, so always always make sure that you're getting a a payout for a two goal lead. I think my favourite moment of the weekend was in the Bundesliga two, and it was the Sandhausen defender who obviously was forced to come back to work and just went fuck this. I'm no trusting coronavirus. Red card after two minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a perfect tip for Troy Deeney. If you don't want to go back to work, first game, elbow somebody, you're out for three matches. Yeah. By the time, <laughs> keep doing it until you get a vaccine. Is that it? It's really <laughs> petulant since he's came back. I was hearing that um, Borussia Mönchengladbach have gone to all their sort of, their fans, their season ticket holders, and you can pay for a replica cardboard cutout of yourself to be put in your regular seat <laughs> isn't that amazing that's that's brilliant but it's not as good as the South Korean game that had the all the sex dolls sex t- <laughs> I don't see why they've got to apologise for that for all intents and purposes they're just mannequins 
Yeah, no, no, I don't think I, yeah. I just I just found it weird that that's what they thought. I mean, if people are in quarantine, surely sex doll sales are through the roof, and that's just stock they could be selling. <laughs> you think it's poor marketing by the, or, or yeah, maybe it's good market, marketing, or, or maybe it's the only way players can have like an after game party is by <laughs> artificial women. Aye, but maybe maybe you know if, if sales are through the roof, you know, for like single lonely guys, now they can have a wee bit of a conversation. What'd you do at the weekend, darling? Oh, you went to the football. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> what are you are you talking about? Taking them places exclusively so that they'll have something to talk about. Where did you go to the zoo? And you just see them in the lion cage. <laughs> so, well, let's just go straight to a pick. Then um, my banker, which is always the easiest one, but I've hit form again. Augsburg versus Wolfsburg. I had over one point five goals at two to seven. It was two one. It was one one after fifty five minutes. So it was in very early. I still couldn't believe you were getting two to seven for any of the games to be over 1.5 goals because after watching them they're just even the games that finished 0-0 they were so open like people don't track back like people are shattered after an hour yeah, yeah well well, my game did pay out if you were on 365 or potentially Paddy Power but wouldn't have paid out on some other bookies yeah, Cologne to win at home they were 2-0 up they drew two all with Mainz. And what you said there, I don't know if you saw the Mainz equaliser. A guy literally just walked through the middle of the defence. Yep. They all thought he was going to go a different direction. And he just, just went straight through the middle. Through just, the goal. Yeah, it goes to show you what eight weeks off of football does to you. Though. Like, he's basically really only got two directions he can go, which is back towards his own goal or towards your goal. And it's, it, it's, playing a, a, yeah. it's playing a video game on, on a Master System D-pad, like not a joystick. <laughs> Can only go left, right, up, or down. I, I've never, I've never been a professional footballer, but I would always err on the side of he's going to try and run towards Maggle, and I should stop yeah. that. <laughs> but four of them ran out towards the other goal. I think, do you think it maybe was being controlled and like they were all like using you know, those shit controllers that like you would always give your wee brother like the Mad Cats one or whatever it was like yeah. <laughs> the shittest one. And it's like, like they strafe like sideways. But that's. I mean, maybe that's something to look at for next week because that's Cologne now nine games in a row where the over two and a half goals is coming. And obviously a lot of that is before, before the window. I mean, they're a team that scored a lot of goals and obviously have the potential to let in leaky goals as well. Yeah. And my, my game um, was Hoffenheim versus Hertha and I had that for a draw, more specifically a 2-2 draw was what I thought it would be. It was actually 0-0 up until about the 60th minute and then um, Hoffenheim conceded an own goal and then immediately conceded another. So it was it was 2-0, which I actually was quite happy with because I thought, oh, maybe this is going to give them a real kicking. But no, um, they then conceded another goal 15 minutes later. So it was 3-0, but um, it was pretty tight up until the 58th minute. But after that, there was there was less and less chance continuing. But I noticed that you know, they've moved to the five substitutes rule yeah. as mm-hmm. well. Um, only like Hertha didn't make any substitutes until after their goals and then made five almost at once. Which is weird, considering like you're trying to keep your distancing, but you're having five guys stand on the sidelines beside each other to like be substituted on and off. Do you know what I hoped would have changed from all this? Was see the fact that there's a global pandemic and people are actually dying, and you've been allowed to go back and play football. That I hope players would stop feigning injury to get doctors and physios to come on and see them, and that happened way too many with players who were not fucking hurt at all. Like yeah. some, somebody like gets shoulder bars and was down holding his face and there was no contact anywhere near his face and then he gets a doctor and a physio to come on and check him and they're up close talking to him and I was like this is fucking shite 
like you're a, I, 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 I'm going to go back and find the game, find the guy's name, and I'm just going yeah. to abuse him forever <laughs> for being a selfish prick. I agree. I think that is. Uh, I never, never really took that into consideration because he did, if he wanted a rest, he could just you know stand in like there's no one, there's no fans to boo him. <laughs> He'd go off the pitch if he yeah. wanted. <laughs> um, what do you make of the coaches not having to wear the mask, but everyone else in his bench having to? Just it, it, you know, you need to create a rule, and it just so happens that like they've obviously got the end. They got. Does the coach need to wear one? Uh, maybe well, not. He, well, obviously, so that he can be the one, like the nominated person to shout instruction. I know, but like you can't. Yeah, what's wrong with that? You can't one just person pull it down and just shout. You can still have one on for the majority of your time. I don't think it's that much of an issue. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, like. I don't really know how serious the whole thing is. You know, I don't actually know how the thing transmits because if subs have to sit off wearing it, I understand because if they're not going to come on, then there's no point risking their health. But they are in a position where they're going to have to then come onto a pitch with 23 other people running around and breathing on them. So I've seen, I seen someone talking about that on Twitter as well, about the substitutes thing. Um, and it's like, if substitutes like don't, they were talking about them not being on the bench, like being away somewhere, watching the game, and then like coming in as needed. Um, they should have wrestling entrances, like <laughs> like that. You know, like drop parachuted into the middle of the pitch, and he's like Van Halen's on for a bit, and then like the the other guy gets ripped off the like. <laughs> a spectacle. It's only folk watching in telly now. Like I think team gets awarded a penalty, and then somebody throws in the money in the bank and runs off yeah. the penalty. Yeah, that's it. a guy with a, just pulls a chair from behind the bot the, the the goal. That would be so shite. <laughs> well, I just that's, don't like that's the how I feel about football, like being so yeah. silent. But I did enjoy, like, I had a proper German day on Sunday, and by that I just mean I went to Aldi and just like done a massive shop of German beers, German meats, everything tr- German chocolate, everything that I could find in that German aisle was just into a trolley. Yeah. out of Aldi's and then was drank and do you know what I found out I even bought a stein glass as well I found out that if you sit on your ass and eat chocolate hot dogs cheese and wheat beer that your stomach by the 8 o'clock at night is not happy anymore oh yeah it's, it's deeply deeply unsettling I couldn't move I was just like oh I can't even watch another game of football because it was Scotland England at Euro 96 it was on after it Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I've watched three three games. I've spent six and a half hours just boozing. I need to stop right now. Oh, I spent a week in B- Bavaria, just south of Munich once. But south enough that it wasn't a city, like it was proper countryside Bavaria. And it was just pork all the time. Dumplings, pork, wheat beer, dumplings. I was only there for one week. I must have put on like an inordinate amount of, amount of weight. Like, it's no surprise if you lived there for any amount of time, you'd probably like drop dead of a heart attack. <laughs> well, that, that's definitely what I felt like by about eight o'clock on Sunday. I was like, that, "This is definitely like a, a half a stone weight gain just now." Wow. This has happened. Uh, have you been watching any Euro '96? No, I've, I, I've, I've, I've not, and, and because like I, I really find it difficult to watch tournaments that Scotland are in. Like because I've already seen all of the goals we've ever scored, like post on the SFA page. Um, so it's it's quite difficult to get in you know oh, when are they going to score now nah I know the build up like Gaza starts a flick over someone's head I'm like great where do I get fucking pumped I was watching a, I was watching the Bulgaria Romania, Romania? match yeah. at St. James's Park I forgot St. James's Park was ever that small 
like only like mm. about eight thousand. Like I ever forgot that it didn't have all those tiers all the way around it. Um, but that's that was Georgie Hadji versus Risto Stoichkov, mm-hmm. and there's a goal. I think I tweeted about this. There's a goal that Romania definitely score that crosses the line. It's like Lampard's against Germany, and it's funny to hear Kevin Keegan at Euro '96 commentating going. There's been loads of talk since USA 94 about goal line technology coming in and it can't be far away because the refs need help. <laughs> and you were 19 years later. Yeah, he's back. Aye. But, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I've watched every single game. What was your favourite one? Oh, so far? Uh, where are we? Where are we? Where are we? What was the last game I watched? If you don't, if you don't have it just now... Probably the Germany, Russia. probably Germany Russia game that's just been. Um, oh, okay. Klinsmann's goals an absolute screamer to make it two 0 That's probably the England Scotland one's actually a good game, but you don't really actually realise like how bad we were. In that Germany group, Russia played the Czech Republic in like a mental three all game. I don't think that's been on yet because I think it was. Oh, I mean, I, I went, oh, okay. Fuck Ru- sake, spoilers. Because I think I think, was, I think the Czech Republic go two 0 up early and Russia are like. 3-2 up and a very late goal for 3 all. right okay because that would be yeah that's not been on yet we're not at that game yet that's, that must be the third group game because it's the third group games are always the best ones because the tournament's so low scoring just now the games are pretty like Scotland uh, no no England 1-1 was like the first games that group it's just aye but I'm, I'm enjoying it it was. Uh, I was saying I've been watching the 2006 World Cup since you recommended the Amazon one and um, some of the games at that are are brilliant. Like the you, you totally forgot existed. Like um, I'm trying to remember who scored. It was Torsten Fring scored that that belter like from from miles out. And then was watching uh, Holland versus Spain that the five one game, um, where they like Holland just absolutely destroy them. And you're like, I, I forgot this is why Man United bought all of these players and the manager. Like based on this game, they brought in Van Hal, and then like every like Mar, not Marcia, um, and and they brought in Van Persie. They brought in all these guys that they were gonna. Oh, this is definitely gonna you know get us. And and when you look at that game, that's that's a great idea. They looked great. It just didn't work out that way. Um, I gave Daily Blind as well. That's right. Yeah, was the players in that team? Uh, it was and and some Memphis of it like yeah. That that header is just un- incredible, though. Like the power he gets, like by leveling his whole body. <laughs> um, but yeah, some great goals in that World Cup as well. You know what that Amazon Prime thing's proven to me with the World Cup is I don't know why people are sitting on footage from all the previous Euros that aren't yeah. doing a video. Must be, and it's not goals. as if they're making money from that. Yeah, like it shouldn't be hard to just put together all the goals one after the other. Like folk have done it on YouTube for Euro two thousand eight, but the quality's terrible. Like somebody mm. has all that footage somewhere, just put it out. It, that's see, you're you're getting into the the point about see with people with old BBC tapes. Like there's there's apparently like episodes of things like Doctor Who that were aired a couple of times, and then like they were like, oh, we'll just give it to Dave to keep, and then Dave died in his hooskit, like <laughs> you know, thingied, and then they lost a season of Doctor Who because they had one copy of it. Like it's the same thing with those Euros. It'll be sitting on a hard drive somewhere, and someone all went, oh, I, don't, I can't remember the password to that, or you know. <laughs> I can, I can do you 2004 onwards but and backwards we kind of get it yeah that's it uh, yeah. it's kept in one guy's house uh, so as we are speaking the Scottish League is like totally voided Gordo Hart's relegated 
Totally voided. I don't think so. I think they've come to a definitive conclusion, actually, John. Nah, voided, mate. Voided. Nah, I think I, I, I hear I hear from various different parts of Glasgow. There's some there's different things going on. Um, but I so uh, fortunately Hearts are relegated. Uh, some they've, they've got some new team coming up. Uh, a bit shite. Like I think they, they did some good things in the nineties or the late eighties, I believe. Um, and then uh, Celtic have been handed the title at eight and a half or eight point seven five. Gordo, does Hearts being relegated not remove your enjoyment of this league? No. Really? Not at all. Uh, wh- I, think Hearts, I think Hearts being relegated is a disgrace. Yeah. yeah. Like, they, they, they are not that many points behind Hamilton. It's Hamilton. How do they stay up every single year? <laughs> I know. They are the peren- what they described as the perennial turd that will not flush. They just won't go away. Yeah. How they've managed to luck out again this season and still be in that league is amazing. I think if the league played to its conclusion, I think Stendhal would have had enough to get hearts away from this. I, I think if you're a fan, you, you, have, you're, you should rightly be very aggrieved at the situation. I, everyone that's been relegated, that, I always find that a wee bit funny with, with my fans, is that Rangers are like the least affected by all this, out of everyone. Let's be honest, Celtic were going to win that league. I mean, they have to still win it. A hundred times out of a hundred, they were going to win that league. Yeah, look at look at the bookies' offerings on it. But I, 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 I seen I seen someone talking about the you were talking about um, Hamilton there. It was a Rangers fan just like going to town in Hamilton on Twitter, being like, "Who even fucking watches Hamilton? Like two men and a dog. Like, what's the point of this?" And somebody posted that clip of like, "Do you know where Hamilton beat the bees one nil?" And somebody was 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 this the two man or was this the dog? <laughs> like. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it came to, came to its conclusion. There's there was no there's no winners here in any thing. Celtic get a title that they already had, but with an asterisk beside it. Rangers get a reason to oh, complain. I, I'm not but, even sure about the whole asterisk thing. That's just a thing that Rangers fans are saying. No, no. I mean, I mean, I mean, I they will always have some something against it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm always going to wind people up and say it's not a title because it's not a finished season. I'm always going to do that. I'm also going to do it to Liverpool fans, God though. It's fine. I mean, where we are famous for not listening anyway, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, in both both those situations, though, I think it's fair to say that the teams in front are so far ahead and have so much of an advantage, and are also better than everyone else in the league. That giving them the title that early as a result of a pandemic is only fair. I get that. It, I get that it's only fair, but I'll, I'll see if we don't come back next year and, and launch a you know a title run after this. Uh, it's much easier. So Celtic's won. Yeah, they were going to win it, and they've won it eight times prior. You know, so you know they've been the best team for that that stretch. Whereas we had one close season. We're on, we're on schedule to win it for the first time in thirty years. Fucking wasp just flew in my window at the same time. <laughs> Um, and uh, yeah, but we obviously have more to prove, truthfully. So I don't uh, think so. I, I think you've been head and shoulders above everyone else in that league this year. No, I would and, agree. Yeah, and, but, and, and proven it on multiple occasions. Yeah, but I, I think the, claiming that the, the title doesn't count are just you know Man United fans, angry yes. Man United fans clutching at straws. Yes. But that's that's fine. But I don't have to argue with uh, you. I've got to argue with him, which is why. Andy, I was going to ask: see within your season ticket purchase. Yes. 
have Dundee United made any statement as to what would happen if the season wasn't opened? No. There's nothing in your PNCs of your ticket? None. If there is, I didn't look closely enough. I'm led to I, bought, I, I bought a season ticket because I do it every year and it's dis- it's a means of supporting the club whether I get to go or not. I've already written it off. I don't mind if I get to see no games next year. Yeah. I think Rangers, from, from talking to other people, Rangers seem to have it in the TNCs that you will not be refunded a penny if the season doesn't go ahead. I wouldn't expect to be refunded. I would. If I'm paying 725 quid for no games... You're part of a club, John. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a commodity to me. It's, you're part of a. You're part of a club. It's like and, membership. Andy, games. when was the last time your club took all your money, went into liquidation, and had to start from the bottom again? And had a my chance. Club, to, and had a chance to re, And had a chance to restart everything and do it right. And it's still living for uh, fucking hand to mouth every month. Maybe you should join a different club. It's too late for that, mate. I'm already done. <laughs> I wouldn't be having no, this conversation if it was that easy. I would just stop going. <laughs> he, he, he did join a different club. <laughs> there we go. Bye. So that was the thing that annoyed me. I was, I was talking about this, right? The reason clubs should have something, see, even if it was a case of Rangers saying, give us 50% just now, and then in January, February, we'll review the situation. And if we haven't had any home games, you don't have to pay another penny. But if the league opens, that's you. You've paid your 50%, so you get half the games. And then next season, we're off we go. See where the Sky deal, whatever deal we agree with Sky or have agreed, see now if we're going to have to play half a season behind closed doors. Sky now have permission to play every Rangers or Celtic home game if they want. Ah, uh, Yeah. See, it's a different situation for you, John, than it is, than it yeah. is for me. So for me, I would be going to Rangers games that wouldn't be televised because that's why they're not televised is to get 50,000 people to go to the games. But if, Sky, if Rangers got turned around and told the season isn't opening, stadiums can't be opened, Sky are going to buy up every Rangers and Celtic home game where they would normally just have the away games. I mean, yeah. So the SPL also, are going to get more money. So Rangers the flip, are going to get the money. On the flip side of that, John, I'm actually quite enjoying not having to go to Brecon on Saturday. <laughs> like I don't mind paying my season ticket to not go to these games because in the in the last three or four years I can probably count on one hand how many games have actually been enjoyable yeah no but I mean I've watched 5-2 against Dundee there we go and I was go, in Portugal it. on holiday for that one so it was like <laughs> one game on it I watched it on an iPad in a restaurant yeah. You know, there's a there's an additional one uh, for you there. Me and Andy did an inward investment thing a couple of years ago where, where we were taking clients <laughs> out for a dinner, right? And we took them to a really nice restaurant. And, this, you know, it's, it's almost the best restaurant in Glasgow for, you know, quiet dinners where you can talk about what your plans are for these kind of things. Great. So we get there and it's two guys and a girl and they're all lovely. And the girl goes, do you think you'd mind if I put my iPad on and watch the Arsenal game? <laughs> right? And Andy goes, absolutely. So <laughs> during this during this thing, so I'm talking to these two other guys and her and him are just sitting watching the Arsenal game. And, but it's what they wanted to do. Like this there, you know, it's their thing. Taking, taking liberties with that there, Gordon. I didn't just sit through a whole dinner watching an Arsenal game. No, that's that's true. But you were definitely interested in what was happening I, on I, that I was screen. more happy for her to do that. Yeah, that was it, was, it, was, it was bizarre though, because it's the kind of thing that, you know, in the non-professional world, I would absolutely happily do that. You know, I have done that. It, whatever I'm watching, if I want to watch something, I'll catch it on my phone. But it's just so weird to feel that there's others out here. 
who are willing to do that. <laughs> they ended up coming to Scotland, so that's a win for us anyway. Yeah, you've done your job. Right. That, that was just my thinking behind it, like the money, is that if those games are televised, it's double the income for Sky, it's double the advertising money. Clubs, see if all the games are going to be televised. Rangers can pin their whole main stand with banners if they want of fucking advertisers. You know what I mean? There are ways for the clubs to make money that they're going to lose out on other than taking 725 quid off a fan who doesn't know if he's going to have a job in two months. Like It's, it's, the, it's more the lack of a payment plan for me, like not knowing what I can do. Like if I renew, I have to pay 50% at the end of June. That's what I have to do. And it's 50% I don't have just now, but at the same time, there's been no agreement to keep my seat if something changes or whatever, like not even waiting to notice. So it's infuriating, man. Yeah. But oh, I just don't want to lose my seat. I mean, I know come the 30th of June, if there's no announcement, and I'm going to pay it. And Rangers know that. That's the issue. There's another guy waiting to take my seat. <laughs> like, that, that's the annoying thing. Yeah, we're valued. We're valued. <laughs> I was watching... So I was doing research for Adam Moffat's interview, which I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. And I went down a rabbit hole. Have you watched the New York Cosmos documentary on YouTube? No, I've not. So it's the rise. It's the rise of soccer in USA, mm-hmm. and it follows the guy Stephen Ross, who was Warner Brothers um, chief chief executive or owner. Wasn't the owner, sorry, but he was running Warner Brothers, the movie studio, and he wanted to bring soccer to USA. He was obsessed with it. And it was um, a couple of other guys that he'd met, two Turkish guys that were in the music industry. And Warner Brothers had bought a massive music label and they didn't want to transfer. So he was essentially going, what would make you transfer? And he goes, if you made a soccer team in the USA for us to go watch, yeah, we would stay with you. But you need to go buy a franchise and start one. Yeah. So it all starts, and then there's this no audience. There's like 50 people turning up. It's players' family. It's like amateur football. And then they bid for, what was that happened is, I think Mexico at the World Cup, and the guy said, Pelly's retiring. We should try and get Pelly in mm-hmm. to join this. And it's just how they got Pelly, like the problems with the Brazilian government, that they were like threatening not to let Pelly leave the country. Like they were literally had Pelly under arrest and they had to get Henry Kissinger to phone the Brazilian government and agree like, agree finances that he could leave Brazil. Otherwise, because Brazil were saying, if you're going to still play football, you'll play it for Santos in Brazil. And, it, wow. and it, then it just follows him into fucking going like this. Yeah. Just dominating US football and then having no money because nobody wanted to watch it. It's bizarre. The US That's and, really, and really soccer. Good documentary. Like, I Beck, definitely Beck, give it a watch. Beckenbauer's excellent. At it. Like he's funny. Um, Canaglia, who's a Italian striker that came across, he's he's such an asshole. Like he is an absolute dick through the whole thing. Like he is he is like the Martin Bain of Sunderland till I die. But we'll get on to why we're here. This week's bets. I've copped out and gone for the banker again. But that makes sense, right? You play at your strengths. I seem to Definitely. be here on the bankers, and that's what we'll go with. Wolfsburg versus Dortmund. And over 1.5 goals is rubbish. You're getting like 1 to 8 for that. But a goal in the first half is 1 to 3. 2 to 5 at William Hill. So you are getting really good odds for just a goal in the first half. Dortmund are flying out of traps. 
Wolfsburg conceded in the first half in the last game. This is a surefire bet. There's going to be a goal early on in this game. Is there not? Is there not some stat about Wolfsburg, like not just goals in the first half, but like goals in the opening ten minutes? Well, I didn't look at that. I just looked at the last ten games. Nine of them had goals in the first half. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that was William Hill's bet boost last weekend. Was a goal in the first ten minutes of their game against Augsburg. Well, that's interesting. Then, but I, I would. I would just play it safe, man. Two to five is good to see if you can see if you are watching the Korean leagues and Belarusian leagues, and you know a wee bit more than us because we're sticking to German football because it's the one we're going to watch consistently. If you know more and you're just looking for something to prop up the odds, Wolfsburg Dortmund's going to have a goal in the first half. That there's there's absolutely no chance it doesn't. The teams don't aren't the teams aren't there. See if you have to socially distance like when you're still training. Like up until I didn't realize up until three days before the games they were still only training in like blocks of five players. Yeah, it's yeah. So, so there's no there's no shaping, there's no yeah. structure to your team. I almost as if like if you were an attacking team, you could just walk right through the middle of a defence. Was <laughs> need to hear? Never get over that. <laughs> I those. I, are you suggesting that those five defenders were training together? And like that's fucking the attackers. This is great. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was what you said on last week's podcast about just zonal defending. Yeah, <laughs> they left a, a channel right through the middle. Don't know what he did. He just got right into that zone we weren't in. Oh, ridiculous! What you got for this week, then, Andy? I'm going for another value pick this week. I think there's one game that really stands out. It's Paderborn versus Hoffenheim. Um, Hoffenheim, they, um, obviously, you you picked them in yeah. last week's game. Gordon to get a draw against Hertha. They lost three 0 It was pretty even till Hoffenheim scored um, an own goal around the hour mark. Uh, they actually had the same amount of shots on target as Hertha. They had twice as many shots off target. So they sort of dominated that game, just didn't get the goal. Paderborn drew 0-0 away at Dusseldorf. Only one shot from them the whole game. So I think Hoffenheim, better than even money, are a good bet against bottom of the league Paderborn. Uh, they've only got 17 points all season. Hoffenheim have more than double that in points. Um, I just don't see this as a spot worth giving up when you're getting better than even money on a team that should win the percent of the team here. And you'll get, get Hoffenheim, make sure you do it bet 365. I don't want another 2-0 up disaster. I don't, I don't see that happening this this time round. Um, so 365 right now, they're 11 to 10. And just on that, so we had said about a bet doing all the games over 1.5 goals and it was dead because of the dusseldorf Padamon game. Dusseldorf mm. hit the Woodwork five times in that game in the end. Oh, they smashed them. And then Paddenborn missed an absolute sitter in the last minute just on the counter-attack. So even even the one nil nil that we had over the weekend do not be justified. I do yeah. not be fooled by how open and how pumped Paddenborn got. They only they actually really just sat in for 80 minutes in the hope in yeah. the hope and knowledge, knowing that people would tire. And it was like like that Dustoff had punched themselves out. And then they just bombarded them for 10 minutes. And they, they should have won it, to be honest, in the end. But, yeah, I think the same thing with what happened to Hoffenheim with Hertha, to be honest, as yeah. the attacking team. So I don't know what Paderborn will be like, but I do imagine they'll sit in and let Hoffenheim come on to them. And Hoffenheim score a lot of goals. Normally. I, I just think normally. But getting them at better than even money is, is definitely worth taking as a value bet. So yeah. 11-10 for a Hoffenheim win. And I'm, I'm mine is the yeah, German second, uh, second Bundesliga 2. Uh, I'm going to go for Hanover away at Osnabrück. Now, Hanover didn't play last week. 
This is the only thing I've got going against my bet, but they were on a really good reign of form before that. I know form's out of the window now, really, when we consider we've been off now. Osnabrück played against Armenia Bielefeld and drew one each. Bielefeld are top of the league. Osnabrück got their goal in 90 plus five, and they had, like, having had looks at the stats in the game, Osnabrück had quite a lot of the, the, the ball, but they weren't getting the shots on target. Like, they were, they were, they got this late goal, and that saved them. Their home form has been really poor. Um, in their last five games, they've lost four and drawn one, nil nil. Um, they lost 6-2 in their game last game before lockdown against Wayne um, Hanover are in pretty decent form um, this I feel is a good chance for an away win and you're going to get Hanover at 7-5 um, or various different prices around that 15-11 to 11. Um, the only thing I don't the only thing that's making this bet a little bit off is the fact that they didn't play last week but I feel that they've probably had more time now to train when we're talking about those three days, we're talking um, the, the three days before the game, they've yeah. now had a week of proper training. Um, Osnabrück are, weren't particularly good last week. They stole a late goal. Hanover for me. If you look at those teams, though, overall from the season, there's really not much to separate them at all. Yes. They both have a goal difference of minus three. They're separated by only two points. Mm-hmm. In, Han- in Osnabrück's last five games, though, they've scored five goals and conceded 11 whereas Hanover have scored 10 yeah. it was a long time it was a long time ago but this is this is my uh, selection this week I'm happy to go with it but I'm I'm always going to bet on the goals I think there's goals in these games every game I watched was super open defenders just wildly swinging at the ball it, it, it's just so funny I mean to be fair that same had one match back so that might change a little bit but I'm going to go for a treble as well of goal scorers Pretty obvious goal scorers. Howland, Lewandowski, and who? Uh, Kai Havertz at Leverkusen. Nice. The weekend. Um, you're getting eight to one for all three of them to score. I'd previously said Haaland and Lewandowski was two to one, but the odds have just completely smashed on that and they're like even money for the both of them to score. So it's not even worthwhile. But if you add Kai Havertz, you're getting six to seven to one. I, can, I mean, I haven't looked at Munchen Gladbach and Leverkusen. That's a both teams to score game yep, all day, absolutely. every day, isn't it? But I, I looked at that as one of my things, and the price was just a shanner. It was forty nine for mm-hmm. both teams to score. And yeah, that, you've got the you've got the Berlin derby televised on Friday night. On Friday night, yeah, that's gutting, man. The first time they've met at Hertha in the top league, no. and the Union Berlin fans don't get a go to it. I know. Um, that that should be. Interesting one. I mean, Union haven't been that great. They were okay we, against Bayern. I watched that full game. They, they had some really yeah. good chances against Bayern. I think it'll be quite a close game. That I think. Uh, be, I think it'll be boring. Do you? Yeah, I, I, think I, I, I think it'll be. I think it'll be pretty close. I was I probably I was, have I was any in, real on that game. I'll just watch it for the spectacle. I was in but Berlin for the, on, the first game in November, and I, it was nil nil, and the game was horrendous kept getting stopped because a crowd were throwing flares onto the pitch as well I well just... we don't have that problem unless they're are they equipping the like cardboard fans with like propelled flares uh, at some all, point all the, all the other outside firing them in just like, yeah go for it. Uh, just an idea John I think we should maybe have another one of these on Monday there's a full midweek card in the Bundesliga next week alright okay then we'll need oh brilliant yeah definitely Wednesday before they then resume Friday because obviously they're going to have to make up the weeks that were lost of course yeah Right, okay. Uh, yeah, we'll need to do another one in between then. That's good. So the picks this week then, John, to recap them. Wolfsburg, Dortmund, goal in the first half. Hoffenheim to beat Paderborn. And Hanover to beat Osnabrück.
Um, have a good weekend. Happy, Happy hunting. Well, <laughs> <laughs> do you need to go? Bye. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.